What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the lineup on 98. Good day to you. Welcome in uh, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 via game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN radio. What's happening out there, y'all? Uh, let's uh, get in uh, to uh, some uh, local sports uh, coming up uh, from uh, last night and get you set for what's happening uh, today. And uh, let's also uh, take a look at the NFL from uh, last night as uh, Patriots win and the Cardinals lose the game, but they lost more than mm-hmm. uh, just the game as they've lost uh, Kyler Murray there with a non-contact injury. Didn't look good uh, after uh, when it happened and uh, doesn't look good for the news uh, there out in uh, Arizona. So yep. we'll, we'll take a look at that and what's to come this week. And we'll also get into a little Major League Baseball uh, talk as, well, a potential catcher that was talked about with the uh, Cardinals. Well, he was uh, finally a dealt, and where did he go, and who did he get traded for, and all of the moves uh, that was made uh, there, and maybe even some lack of moves as well will be talked about in Major League Baseball to come. Because I know that Eric has oh, yeah. stuff to say about the lack of moves uh-huh. there. <laughs> There's also a pitcher that signed uh, yesterday as well. That would have been a nice consolation prize for a certain team that uh, didn't sign a Rondone, but uh, off the board yeah. now. So we'll, we'll take a look at that as well. And we'll explore uh, the other national sports as well, NBA, NHL, coming up for you and whatever I don't get to here in the uh, treasure hour we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion and uh, that is all here on the uh, starting lineup so got a good show uh, lined up for you here on this uh, Tuesday and uh, without further ado I think we just need to uh, get right into things and let's start it off with what we always do and let's kick it off with first things first before we get into the show
First things first. And uh, let's get into a little uh, college uh, football action here as, uh, you know, uh, let's go ahead and uh, start it off with a couple of things that uh, broke this morning as uh, first uh, an hour and a half ago. We'll get to that news here that affects us more locally. But, of course, uh, the uh, uh, Fighting Illini playing Mississippi State in the uh, bowl game uh, coming up. And we knew that the uh, health situation of uh, Mike Leach wasn't uh, – the outcome wasn't going to be uh, good. And uh, just at 8 o'clock this morning, Mississippi State does send out the uh, announcement that he has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Mike Leach passes away at uh, the age of 61 uh, last night. And uh, so uh, that was uh, – Tough to wake up here today as we lost one of the best in college football, one of the best characters in college football, and his offense expertise as well. And so Mike Leakes has passed away there at Mississippi State at the age of 61. For me, he'll always be, when I think of Mike Leakes, I think of Texas Tech, um, and yeah. I think of Michael Crabtree, and yeah. you know that year they beat Texas, and and yeah, Texas you know, is like number one. Yes, um, and and the quarterback um, Graham Harold, I believe, is yep. who is the name. Good job. Um, hey, you know what? I remember NCAA football uh, 06. <laughs> um, so, but that that's what I always remember. That offense of you know it was no joke that they would sometimes throw the ball 50, 60 times a game, four hundred yards, and he didn't need a running back on his team. Like there was no point in a running back other than to catch passes. That's what the the air raid attack was for, and he said it. He always said it was a balanced attack because you're getting it to all your playmakers. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a balanced attack. We're getting it to everyone. So um, definitely, like you said, a, a character lost. Um, and and I I think this. I'll wait to say what I'm going to say until after we we talk about the next subject. But I I think if you were a entertainment fan. I'd be going against the Illini in this bowl game. Oh, there are yeah. so many, even though right now Illinois is a two-point favorite, there are so many factors against the Illini in this game. It is not funny. Right. I expect Mississippi State to come out in this bowl game and be charged emotionally full of energy. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, we've we've seen one or the other, where they're either going to come out and be lack emotion and lack fire and passion, or it's going to fire them up. And more times than not, it fires the team up. Yeah, so I, I so expect Mississippi State to come out here and want to throw the ball 700 times and throw for 800 yards and, you know, in honor of their coach. Sure, absolutely. Uh, like you said, uh, Coach Leak was a uh, coach there at Texas Tech from 2009 or 2000 to 2009. And he also was at Washington State from 2012 to 2019. And he was the uh, National Coach of the Year in 2018 at Washington State. And, yes, he loved to uh, throw the football all over the place uh, there at uh, Texas Tech with the air raid offense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the coordinators there of uh, Leaky Riley and Cliff Kingsbury. They've done okay. uh, As well, yes. Uh, Particularly, they were pointing out uh, just how many Heisman Trophy winners that uh, Lincoln Riley had had uh, at his time in Oklahoma and then just now this year at a USC there and then of course you know Kingsbury there with his time during with Patrick Mahomes and all that so 
uh, yeah, one of the uh, one of the best, one of the best guys, one of the best characters in uh, college football. Uh, lost all the sound bites will uh, live uh, forever, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. With uh, the candy corn, the marriage advice, yep. and uh, the Bigfoot, and uh, everything else that has been uh, celebrated about the just the wonderful person mm-hmm. that uh, Coach Leak was. Always had an opinion on everything. It was doesn't matter if it was football or just yep. life. In general, always had See, something to say about. Seemed like anything. one of those genuine nice people, and you right. don't get a whole lot of those sometimes with coaching. But he seemed like one of those genuinely nice people. Right. Yeah. And uh, his uh, family also released a statement on a Tuesday uh, saying they participated uh, in an organ donation at the University of Mississippi Medical Center as a quote final act of charity uh, there. So. And it was a heart condition. Right, uh, yeah. They're not saying heart attack. Reports were heart attack, but from what everything I said, it was a heart condition is the official call. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, that was uh, tough to uh, wake up to uh, this morning mm-hmm. uh, there. And then also about an hour and a half later, I got some more coaching news uh, that affects uh, Illinois as well as I knew that uh, – wasn't a part one of the extensions mm-hmm. that was uh, handed out by the Illini coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ah, glimmer of hope. Ah, Colorado job yep. was taken by Prime. Uh, but, uh, nope, it was only a matter of time before this happened. And it has happened as uh, Illinois losing their defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, as he's going to be uh, the next head coach. Boiler up. Purdue, baby. This has me so mad, Travis. Why? I would have accepted Colorado, his alma mater. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't realize he played yes, there. Yes, I would have accepted Louisville. But instead, you're going to go to a team that we have to try and beat every year to win the Big Ten Championship, and the only team that put up 30 points on our defense all season. You can't beat them? Join them, I guess. Mm, yeah, that's true. To me, this is such a kick in the shins to Illini Nation. Mm, kicking the I, I, I wish him the best of luck other than when he plays the Illini. Sure. I, to me, this is – you You can't go to the one team that beat your defense. Mm, yeah. I, I see I see your point. That's – That is what upsets me. They were the only team that put 30 points on the Illini all season. And it's Purdue. That's fair. And it, it, to, it just – there's something about that that just, like I said, I would have accepted Louisville. I would have accepted any other coaching position other than someone who is in our division, in our conference. In our conference, yeah. Who we have to try and face to win the championship every year and who put the most points on us all season long. A guy who's flaunted for his defense found the one team that he couldn't stop, so now I'm going to join him. Mm, or the, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just it, it's having me flashbacks, Travis, to the, you know, the news about Wilson Contreras and the last time he was in Chicago and how he or in St. Louis, and how he felt what it was like to be a Cardinal. Did he feel what it was like to be a Purdue head coach when Purdue beat Illinois? Is that when when the seeds started? Because <laughs> to me, there's just something about it that just doesn't feel right. Hmm. So this is totally not how I would thought the the conversation and the direction w- was going to go uh, with this, but uh, that is a fair point that the Purdue just kind of put it on, put it on this defense. The so. only team, 
the only team to score more than 30 points on us, and you're going to leave for that. Hmm. Can't beat them, join them. To me, it is Durant going to the Warriors. <laughs> no, it, it's not. It's not like that. Who it's... won the Big Ten championship for the uh, West this year, Travis? That would be that would be Purdue there. Okay, all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not like the the team that won. It's not like uh, Purdue had the best record in all of college football they had or the best all record the... in the. Big the West, West. ooh. They beat well, it's Illinois. like winning the NFC South or the NFC East from a few years ago. Congratulations. If his defense, if his defense played how it should, Travis Illinois would have won that game. And we would have been the Big Ten West champion. But we didn't. But we didn't because of but his defense. So now and, he's going to join them. And uh, just like in life, how uh, you uh, go on to bigger and bigger things. Sometimes you don't stay at a job for 40 years and uh, start there and retire there. Sometimes you move on to uh, rise up, here. rise up in uh, the level of professions. And that's what Coach Walters is uh, doing here. He's been a defensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator before that at Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And he became one of the best D coordinators there and elevated the Tigers into a top level mm-hmm. uh, defense there. And so he's hopped on here. And in two seasons, he has raised this uh, unit to being one of the best in all of college football. And now it is the next step for him from being a defensive coordinator to now head coach. I don't have a problem with him being a head coach. I was hoping he would get a head coaching job somewhere. Just it's not just in the Big the Ten. It's just the team he went to. Just That's not the in the problem. Big Ten. And based on his history, Travis, he loves going to rivals from Missouri to Illinois to Purdue. He just loves sticking it to the team he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that as he read that. He is going from rivals, yeah. Rival to rival. I mean, so who's Purdue's rival? That's where he's going to next. Uh, Indiana. Indiana? Yeah. I don't know if that's a step up, but no, anyways. It's a step down I, in football. I, like I said, I do wish him the best of luck. I knew he was going to get a head coaching job somewhere. We all knew it this offseason. Mm-hmm. It's just the team. I would have been okay, honestly, with any other Big Ten school. But it's the fact that it's the one team he couldn't stop defensively. <laughs> That's what has me so upset. Yeah, I, 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 see, I see your point there. Uh, now, uh, Walters is uh, 36, and he's only the uh, fourth youngest coach in FBS right now, uh, beside the coach at Arizona State, South Alabama, and Oregon uh, there, and then Walters there at the age of uh, 36 mm-hmm. there. So, uh, knew it was only a matter of time, and, well, didn't sign the extension, so then you knew that the... Yep. Uh, writing was was on the wall there. Again, and entertainment purposes, Mississippi State going to, yes, even more so uh-huh. uh, now with the uh, defensive coordinator yep. leaving. So, mm. so uh, that one stings a little bit, and it so the uh, the defense is going to look a lot different next year, and this whole Atlanta team going to look differently next season, but. Uh, hey, we we move on and uh, try to move on. It was and nice to get a year. Yeah, it was nice. It's nice to get the eight wins, nine wins potentially. But eight wins, whatever. Yeah, 
Either way. Uh, so uh, those are two of the uh, biggest things to uh, come out here on this morning. So uh, let's uh, go away from that and uh, let's uh, talk some uh, local sports, local basketball coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit KSGamblingHelp.com in Kansas. one 877 stop louisiana 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, the starting lineup. Air Tri Sports Center update. Chicago Fire FC forward Ignacio Elazdo is the MLS Player of the Week. The award follows his breakout performance against Atlanta United FC on July 3rd when he tallied two goals and an assist to lead the Fire to a 3 nothing win. On 98-9 The Game. to the starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN radio Travis Sparks Eric Fry hanging out with you and now uh, let's talk some local sports some local basketball action as we'll uh, start things off with the game that was heard over on our sister station and uh, the game uh, that we covered there was Altamana taking on North Clay and early on it looked like North Clay was going to go away with this and uh, go away with the win but then Altamana with a comeback effort came behind and got the victory 51-45 was the final last night 
as the Lady Indians picked up another victory and another victory in the NTC. Mm -hmm. And they did it in comeback fashion against North Clay. And, Eric, you were there calling the game. I was. And slow start, Travis, is an understatement. You're down 7 <laughs> nothing, um early on. It sounds more like a football score than anything. Uh, North Clay led 13-5 after the first quarter. And, and Altamont just couldn't get anything going. It kind of got back in that second quarter. They did outscore North Clay 14-10 to in that quarter. So they mm -hmm. narrowed the lead down 23-19. Um, then North Clay come out and in the third quarter. And, Travis, it, it was a physical, physical basketball game. Yeah. There were 40 fouls called in that game. Wow. North Clay had three players foul out at mm -hmm. the end of that game. Um, and Altamont had multiple players uh, with – uh, three fouls and one with four fouls. So mm -hmm. it was a it was a very physical game. It was uh, these two teams always seem to play physical when whenever yeah. you know they face each other. And uh, <laughs> coach mentioned that post game, and you know it Altamont, like you said, it took a second half comeback and then putting up twenty points in that fourth quarter points. to get the win. I mean, mm -hmm. and and really what it came down to were uh, Altamont got some free throw opportunities. Um, and were able to cash in a little bit in that second half. And uh, Grace Nelson, who had 34 points, 23 of which came in the second half. She only had 11 at the half. Um, and mm. that was really it for Altamont. No one else in double figures for the uh, Lady Indians. And, um, you know, as, as I told Coach, I said, Coach, it's not very often you guys shoot less than 35% from the field, less than 20% from the three-point line, less than 75% from the free-throw line, get you out-rebound the other team, but you give up more turnovers, and you guys win. And she completely agreed. And it was one of those games where Altamont didn't play their best game, but they found a way to win. Yeah. And they've done that a lot this season. They have. And that's why they only have one loss on the season. Mm -hmm. You know, North Clay coming in was 5-3. and three. They were also 2-1 and one in conference play. So this was a very important conference matchup between these two teams both were right. two and one in the conference you would have to leapfrog you know to try and get that regular season conference championship uh whoever the loser would be so um definitely altamont doing what they need to do now it, it gets even tougher going forward you got count harry beecher city on thursday you yeah. got friday with the double header with the boys against oblong pal hut then next thursday you got neoga mm-hmm and then you go to the Mattoon tournament where in your pool is all three eight schools. Yeah. And possibly St. Anthony on the crossover. Mm -hmm. Or Greenville. Yeah. Which are very good teams. Sure. And coach said that's what we want. That we yeah, want yeah, to play absolutely. tougher competition. It may not look good wins and losses, but that's okay. It makes us better for later on in the season. She's right. Yeah. But again, it's gonna be a tough week. Yeah, and uh, the, that's going to be the, the the way to go there with uh, the tough schedule, mm -hmm. with uh, the tough teams there to make you you better by the time you get to uh, February. And, uh, yeah, I tuned in a little bit in the, the first half, and I saw that North Clay 
uh, was ahead so much. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just something about North Clay when Altamont gets together uh, with them, no matter if it's the girls' side, boys' side, but particularly on the girls' side. I know that there's been a couple of times where uh, they've been uh, frustrating a a loss or, uh, you know, maybe a frustrating win Mm -hmm. uh, there. So it's just something about these teams when when they play uh, each other. And uh, last night was no different. It's the style of play. I guess so, yeah. North Clay on the girls' side play a very physical, hard, attacking style. And that is not something that we see a lot of from a lot of other teams in the NTC. Mm-hmm. A lot of other teams don't play that attack style, that tough defense as well that North Clay was playing last night, that physical defense that they played as well, um, which was definitely something that uh, North Clay did last night, and that's not a, a lot you see. You don't see in the NTC on the girls' side someone right up in someone's face every time they try to shoot a three. Yeah. And as Coach Lurkin said, you know there were multiple times where Grace was triple teamed, and she said post game. We know that teams are scouting. We know they're going to do that for Grace. Yeah. We have to adjust, and our shooters have to have the confidence to put it up. And, and you know, I, I Coach said this on air, so I'll say it as well. You know, at halftime, there was a player for the Altamont team that said, you know, I don't want to hurt the team by sh- shooting because they weren't making shots. Mm-hmm. And Coach Lurkin said, but you're going to hurt the team more by not taking those shots. Shooters got to shoot, whether they're hitting yeah. or not. And last night, they weren't hitting in the first half. Altamont as a team, 32%, 16% from three-point land. They weren't great at all. Yeah. But you found a way but to scratch and claw to a win. Yeah, you got it matters. done. And, uh, you know, uh, CHBC coming up, like you said, on a Thursday and then the next Thursday against uh, Neoga. Yep. Uh, they, you know, last year against Neoga, they were uh, they won one. They lost one in the conference tournament, and they lost one in the regional play uh, as well mm-hmm. uh, there. And uh, CHBC is always a tough team as well, and this time it's going to be on the road uh, there. So we'll see how that shakes and out on Thursday, and we'll have the coverage for you on Jack. And another important thing, Travis, CHBC did not play last night. No, so they're they resting. Not. They're ready to go. And they're ready to go. And uh, so uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, some other uh, girls' basketball uh, that happened uh, last night. The other uh, big matchup was in uh, St. Anthony as it was Tatopoulos uh, going up against uh, St. Anthony in uh, this one. And uh, Tatopoulos came away uh, with uh, the victory of 46 to uh, 37. And uh, since Eric was over there uh, calling the game in Altamont, I went over there to uh, the Inlow Center to uh, check this one out with these two teams that combined only for uh, one loss there as early on uh, St. Anthony just couldn't get anything uh, to uh, fall. They were getting some good looks, but uh, they, they just weren't uh, falling uh, there. And Topless ended up jumping out toward an 11 2 uh, lead. And uh, the Topless was also playing a physical as well. Uh, the wrestlers just seemed like they were letting everyone play. And so. Uh, the, because of that physical play, St. Anthony was getting a little frustrated a little bit early on, I think. But then the second quarter, uh, Bulldogs finally started to settle down a little bit, and they started to play better in the third quarter. They played better as well. Um, you know, they were down by at halftime though, 24 to nine. But then they uh, St. Anthony outscored T-Town 16 to 11 there in that uh, third quarter to cut it down to 10. But it just seemed like there in that second half, every time St. Anthony was getting eight points. Topless would answer a little bit of a run 
of their own uh, there. And uh, Tatopoulos picking up the uh, W, and it's <laughs> St. Anthony's first loss of the season, and it pushes them down to a 10 and a 1 on the year for Tatopoulos. They were led by Kaylee Niebergy. She had a 22 points. Uh, Conkle, she had 11 points there, the only double-figure scorers there for the shoes. And uh, St. Anthony was led uh, by Nancy Ruhal having 12, Lucy Fearday having 11, as she had a, a tough start there at the very beginning. Didn't have any points there in the first quarter, but uh, had some good looks, but eventually finishing with 11 points, and those were the double-figure scores uh, there for uh, St. Anthony. And uh, so, uh, like I said, they uh, suffered their first loss, but they'll learn from this, and, um, you know, not a lot of... Uh, close games so far in the early going. I know there was one against Altamont. There may have been a few before that, but uh, Santhi will learn from that and get better, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So, and it's topless. Uh, proves to like five and one, six and one, something like that. And uh, so uh, that was the other big matchup in uh, girls basketball. Other girls basketball from last night: uh, Tri County over Sarah Gordo, 54 to 31. Paris over uh, Casey Westfield, 67 to 2 to 17. Zoka Valley over Argenta, 51 to 24. It was a uh, Newton over uh, Salem. I saw a couple of scores uh, for uh, this one, uh, but uh, Newton uh, defeated uh, Salem. Uh, they had the 14 to 3 lead after one quarter. Uh, Kessler led the way for the Eagles. Uh, Hetzer also had uh, 10 points. Uh, Kessler had 15 uh, there for the uh, Eagles. Uh, Cumberland, uh, they defeated Decatur LSA 45-29. Lowest scoring affair in the first quarter is only 7-5 in an 18-13 lead at the half, but L- LSA outscored the Pirates in the third. But then, obviously, uh, Cumberland came back there in the fourth quarter to uh, finish things off. Uh, Didamore Led the way of four of the Pirates, 13 points. Caitlin Shoemaker with 12. Those were the only double-figure scorers. Martinez got the eight, but only a two with double-figures last night for Cumberland. So they bounced back after that loss on Saturday to a Nioga, picking up the win over Decatur LSA. It was Robinson over Mount Carmel, 55-39. It was a Staunton stopping the Vandalia winning streak. They had won four in a row. But uh, the Vandals lost one as it was 66-35 was the uh, final. Staunton 20-9 after one quarter, but uh, Vandalia tried to battle back there in the second, making it 33-22, but ultimately uh, falling there in the uh, second half. Uh, Staunton went on another uh, run and uh, finished things off there. Uh, Eckhart led the way for Vandalia. She had 16, uh, the only double-figure score for the Vandals, Austin. She had nine points there. It was our call over uh, Villa Grove uh, via a forfeit. It was a uh, Woodlawn over South Central, 68 to uh, 48. South Central actually got off to a great start in this one. They actually led 19 to 8 after one quarter, but Woodlawn outscored them 21 to 7 in the second to take the lead at halftime, 29 26. And obviously, uh, they uh, won the second half to go on to win by 20 there. Uh, Garrett and Webster both had 16 points for South Central. Swift had 10 in the loss there to the Cardinals. It was Arthur over Monticello, 45-32. And it was Central A&M over Sullivan, 53-40 was the final there. And we did have one boys basketball game last night in the local area as South Central was there at the uh, tournament in Wayne City 
and uh, they fell to Edwards County 52 to 38 was the final there. Uh, Edwards County jumped out to the eight-point lead 18 to 10 after one quarter, and then it was 28-16 at the half. But South Central did a real nice job there in the third quarter. They cut it down to four, 35-31. But then Edwards County outscored them 17-7 in the final quarter to uh, get the W there in that Wayne City tournament. Uh, Coral led the way for Edwards County. He had 25 points, and it was Dotson leading the way for South Central. He had 13, and Watwood, he added nine points there in the loss for South Central there. And let's take a look at uh, some uh, boys' uh, basketball action uh, for uh, tonight as uh, St. Elmo-Brownstown tournament there in St. Elmo uh, kicks off. Mm -hmm. And uh, the holiday tournament there as St. Elmo-Brownstown will be against Caldenary Beach City in the nightcap. And uh, things will start off with Hillsboro and Mulberry Grove there in uh, St. Elmo this evening. The Conrad Allen tournament there in Wayne City, it continues as uh, we got both North Clay and South Central in action. Gar uh, Grayville against uh, North Clay, uh, Lovejoy against uh, South Central, and then uh, Sandoval against uh, Wayne uh, City uh, there. Uh, we also have uh, some uh, good uh, other matchups on the uh, slate as FEM, uh, they will travel to uh, Totopolis this evening, it's a Newton hosting a St. Anthony in what should be an entertaining ball game there in Newton. Uh, we also got Casey against uh, Nioga, Tuscola against Heritage, Salem against Olney, Robinson hosting Charleston, and Mattoon at Shelbyville, Flora at Mount Carmel in a good matchup, uh, Mardsville and Red Hill, Tri County hosting Paris, Sullivan at Arcola, and a game that you can hear over on a Jack FM. It's Carlisle against Altamont uh, this evening as did a little bit of research yesterday on mm -hmm. uh, Carlisle as uh, they uh, currently are on a, a three-game losing streak right now. Right. So they'll try to uh, turn things around and Altamont trying to keep that momentum going after that a big blowout win against uh, South Central on uh, Friday and to keep this going. Absolutely they will. And uh, I look forward to listening to that tonight on Jack FM. And Eric, do you know anything about Carlisle? There's a lake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is, but you want to make a bold prediction for this game? Ah, the Indians are going to win. Ah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> just like it's how guaranteed. With, just how like with the win, uh, Cumberland on on uh, Saturday, they became one on one against Indians this season. Mm. They lost to Altman, but beat Nioga. Yeah, there you go. So. Thank you for that, Travis. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, some uh, girls basketball uh, tonight, uh, CHBC uh, back in action uh, this evening against Vandalia, uh, Charleston against FEM, and Casey at Brownstown, St. Elmo, Sarah Gordo against Clinton, Robinson at Terre Haute South, and uh, Taylorville at Mattoon there. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow to uh, recap all uh, those games from last night and stay tuned to the website as well to uh, check out the uh, scores of the games tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's uh, turn the page to uh, the NFL Monday Night Football from uh, last night. So uh, let's talk about it. And uh, that's coming up next here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. I saw a magic show last night. Really? Picture a private theater. Then the lights come up. Bam! Wow! Then the music and the special effects. And the magician? Illusionist, Sheila. Illusionist. He was awesome. And I'm like, no way! And how'd he do that? I didn't know you went to Vegas. Vegas? Uh, this show was right here in town. 
This was better than Vegas. The Amazing Martin with Worth Computer Repair. He can do things with your computer that would even amaze a magician. Contact Worth Computer Repair today at 618-292-1002. Sean Fitzgerald here, RPM Truck Repair in Effingham. Interesting phone call. Santa called. Boys, my sleigh don't run. So all the techs at RPM got together, got Sandy turbocharged, dieselified, injectified, and boy, he can fly and blow smoke. Now all the little kids can get all the presents for Christmas. From all the staff at RPM Truck Repair, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Just remember, if it runs on diesel, we'll fix it. 217-347-7764. Check us out on the web, rpmtruckrepair.com. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-511-3535. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider, 800-511-3535. That's 800-511-3535. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-511-3535. And now, uh, up next, two winless teams right here. Sullivan is at Newton. Newton lost thirteen to twelve against Paris last I week. I have a prediction for this game. Are you ready? Okay. The starting lineup at the end of this game, someone will be one and one on ninety-eight nine. The game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Jordan Biddington stopped all 25 shots that he faced as the St. Louis Blues beat the Nashville Preds 1-0 in overtime at the Enterprise Center. With the win, the Blues are now tied for fifth place in the Central Division with 27 points and a 13-15-1 record. They visit Edmonton on Thursday. The Blackhawks are trying to snap their three-game losing streak when they host the Washington Capitals at the United Center tonight. The Blackhawks are coming off a 3-1 loss to the Winnipeg Jets last Friday, which dropped them to 7-15-4 on the season. Chicago's in last place in the Central Division with just 18 points. College basketball action from yesterday. Northern Illinois, well, they ended up losing number 15, Gonzaga, 88-67. Hey, beat the spread, though. That's all that matters. They covered. Tonight, uh, Chicago State's at Murray State and UIC host Prairie View A&M. It wasn't all bad news for the Illini as they are strengthening their roster for next season. Eastern Carolina offensive lineman Avery Jones announced yesterday that he is transferring to the football program, while class of 2023 commit Colin Dixon committed to Illinois yesterday. Dixon is a three-star wide receiver out of Ohio. Avery Jones played in 12 games for ECU last season. Meanwhile, the current Illini roster is gearing up for the Real Quest Bowl against number 22 Mississippi State. That game will be January 2nd, and it will be right here on 98.9 The Game. And the Dallas Cowboys are adding a veteran wide receiver to the roster, former Indianapolis Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center hits. You lose out on Odell Beckham in the regular season. 
And uh, your consolation is T.Y. Hilton, of course. That's not a bad consolation. Eh. Because you don't know what you're going to get from Odell when he comes back. If he comes back. If he comes back this season. So, at least T.Y., you could probably throw out there this weekend. Yeah, that's true. Even though they just signed him to the practice squad, I think. so. Right, but always uh, work your way. Work your way I always like T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. He wasn't super flashy, but he he was just a guy who'd go get it done. Yeah, I I expected more out of him. Honestly. Well, yes, I think everyone did. But so, yeah, a little disappointed and a little boomer bust there in fan for fantasy purposes. So well, maybe you pick him up for your playoffs, Travis. Maybe I I am hurting big time yeah. at a receiver. So is everyone there. else in the NFL because yeah. it feels like in- injuries have been the name of the game this season. Right, and the injuries uh, definitely uh, played a part in the last night's game mm-hmm. with the uh, Patriots as it was New England actually getting the win 27-13 to uh, 13, to pick up the dub as uh, they uh, ran uh, the football. Well, I thought it was better than that, but uh, I guess not. It was more the passing, I guess. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, 235 yards there, even though he didn't find the end zone. Uh, there, but uh, the big story there with uh, Arizona was uh, Kyler Murray going down a yeah. non-contact injury uh, there and uh, carted off the field, mm-hmm. and it could have been uh, they're knee presuming injury. it's an ACL, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen anything. Confirmed. Nothing official, but they're they're saying it's likely a torn ACL. Yeah, man, and that's such a shame. Right, and that's going to be a, a long road back mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for him, especially, you know, you hate to see those injuries, but especially when it's like non-contact there, he was going right. to cut and no one else was uh, touched him yet and uh, going down like that and then being carted off. So, um, so that kind of leaves uh, them in limbo. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy comes in uh, there for the rest of the game. How was Colt McCoy? Eh, 27 of 40, 246 yeah. yards, throws an interception, almost similar to Mac Jones, except for uh, he gets sacked six times. Nah. There did Colt McCoy. So. Now, I, I have an intriguing question for you, Travis. Mm-hmm. With the Kyler Murray injury. Yeah. Right now, the Cardinals are sixth in the draft. They are. Are you contemplating a quarterback? Mm. Kyler Murray hasn't played great. Since he signed his contract. Right. Yeah, I think that's maybe one of the reasons why you don't do something like that is because you already signed him to big money, and I know that you won't have him for a while. It's not really a good strategy to kind of just sit and wait until he comes back. But, you know, you just paid him all that money. so. But you're going to have to sign somebody. I mean, the Cardinals are not going into next year with Colt McCoy as their starting quarterback. Probably not. So if you're going to have to sign anyone, I think it'd be better to draft a quarterback and maybe have something for the future and maybe have something to where Kyler Murray becomes the biggest trade ship in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you certainly could do that, but I think once you already have committed so much money, you can't really have them being a trading ship. And here's the problem. Uh, You had um, DeAndre Hopkins miss the first half of this season. Yeah. So I think that's going to affect Kyler's numbers significantly, obviously. Kyler's been hurt this year as well. Even though this is a bad injury and hopefully he comes back from it, this will give him time to completely rest up and get back healthy. Mm -hmm. 
I think if the Cardinals are in the same situation next year, then I think you are serious about getting moving on from Kyler Murray. Yeah. I just I just don't see it. <laughs> I don't see him as when I think of elite quarterbacks, Travis, he's not in that top five discussion. Uh, he's one of those quarterbacks that can run around and can sling it and whatnot. So another one of those. Uh, but he feels like he gets hurt more than the other ones. I don't know. I'd have to look at, at his history. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just feels like it. And he, I don't think he's had his – you wouldn't put him in the same discussion as Mahomes. No. You wouldn't put him up there – I'd put Joe Burrow in front of him. Yeah. I'd put Tua above him. Ooh, might have an argument there. I'd put Lamar in front of him. Yeah, I would. I'd put, as far as running goes, I'd put Justin Fields in front of him. Ooh, I don't know. Cole, or, uh, Murray's pretty quick. He uh, is. Fields is pretty quick, too. But He is. Mm. Justin Fields has more yards this year on the ground. Hmm. Well, more touchdowns. There you go. Numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. I I I just don't think Kyler Murray is is an elite quarterback. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. Said it. Cuz I didn't um, even include Josh Allen. You can throw Josh Allen in there. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't consider him elite either, but I don't I think he could do a lot worse. Jalen Hurts. Well, yeah, now this year. This year, yeah. I mean, I'm going off of right now as we stand. Yeah. Like I would say Kyler Murray is maybe a top 10 quarterback. Maybe. 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 Uh, so the uh, Patriots win uh, puts them right there in the seventh spot for the last wild card. Obviously, uh, Chargers and Jets uh, tied with them with the uh, best record, but they would own the tiebreaker over L.A. based on best win percentage in conference games, and they would also own the division tiebreaker over the uh, Jets. Uh, because uh, they would win over based on a head-to-head win there with uh, the Pats. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're there, and uh, the uh, Cardinals right there at a 4-9 and a nine of this season. So uh, long ways to go yes. for the uh, playoffs, but it looks particularly bleak, and it looks particularly bleak without a Kyler Murray. Yes. There, so that was the uh, injury uh, that came out, and also there was a moment there with uh, uh, Parker getting uh, injured and concussed, and it was his teammate actually, and Nelson Aguilar, who kind of stopped the play and was like, "Hey," he was like jumping up and down, waving like, "Hey, my guy is something's wrong with Parker mm-hmm. there, and we need to get him out of the game," and so that was a good teammate moment uh, there. Uh, for the Patriots with their injury there. Week number 14 is uh, done in uh, the uh, books, and we begin on a Thursday night of football, the uh, 49ers and uh, Seahawks good division matchup uh, there. 49ers looking to get their 10th win of the season after destroying Tom Brady uh, there, and uh, Seahawks looking to bounce back after their loss against the uh, Panthers as well. And we got a doubleheader, or not a doubleheader, better than a doubleheader. 
It's a triple header on Saturday yeah. for your viewing pleasure and your listening pleasure over on WCRA with the Colts and Vikings yep. at noon to get it all started. Yep, Colts and Vikings. Uh, Vikings favored by four at this point in that one. But, hey, if you're a football fan, you got Prime on Thursday, Bowl game on Friday with the Bahama Bowl in the middle of the day. Then you got bowl games on Saturday, NFL Saturday, NFL Sunday, NFL Monday. Yeah. It's a good time to be a football fan. Bowl time as well. Uh, Ravens-Browns also sandwiched in there at the 3.30 slot. And then the last game of the night there in the triple header, it's the Dolphins against the uh, Bills in that division matchup there. And on uh, Sunday, Bears are squaring off against the Eagles uh, at noon. Nine-point favorites are Philadelphia right now. Lions and uh, Jets. I know it was a, a big game for playoff purposes there for both squads. That's weird to say. Uh, the uh, Cowboys, we'll see if they can try to beat another terrible team. Jags this week. Uh, Chiefs and the Texans. The Chiefs favor by two touchdowns there. Uh, Cardinals and the Broncos, uh, both dealing with the quarterback injuries there. Three-point favorites are the Broncos right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots against the uh, Raiders. Titan Chargers. Bengals, uh, Bucks. And uh, the uh, Giants and Commanders, who had a tie a few weeks ago, they're facing off in uh, Sunday night uh, football. And then uh, next Monday is the Rams and Packers. Yay. Uh, Packers favored by seven points there on Monday night football. Yay, we can have the uh, Super Bowl champions lose in primetime. Let the whole nation see how bad we are. So, looking forward to that, aren't you? Oh, yes. Looking forward to that. I think there's uh, something else going on on next Monday uh, that I'll probably be uh, more interested in uh, there. And uh, we'll explore that later on in the week. And uh, let's uh, take our last break and uh, let's uh, talk some Major League Baseball to uh, close it out as uh, we had a trade yesterday go down and another Contreras enters the NL Central. We'll talk about that coming up here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Unfortunately, while the holiday season is an exciting time of year, it is also a time when people can become more vulnerable to theft and crime. Shop during daylight hours whenever possible. If you must shop at night, go with a friend or a family member and park in an area with adequate lighting. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Never leave your car unoccupied with the motor running or with children inside. Remain aware of your surroundings at all times and move to and from your vehicle with confidence and purpose. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Evingham Police Department. From our EPD family to yours, we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. More and more Toyotas are arriving daily here at Dan Heck Toyota in Effingham, just in time for our year-end Toyotathon sales event. Hard-working Toyota Tacoma trucks, award-winning Highlander SUVs, and the best-selling Camry sedan ready for immediate delivery. Bring your trade-in, your title or payment book, and be ready to drive home in a new Toyota. We make it happen during Toyotathon. Going on now at Dan Heck Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. And now, the world's number one player rallied back from two sets down to win the French Open in Paris on Sunday. Novak Djokovic beat the guy Braden told you to pick. And uh, it got him 20 majors, which tied him with Nadal and Federer. 
the starting lineup. Oh, my. I couldn't remember. Stopped on that speed bump and said, whoever the guy Braden told you to pick. On 98.9 The Game. Again, to the uh, starting lineup here on the 98.9. The game only here on 98.9 for stay a little a bit longer. Let's talk about uh, some uh, Major League Baseball uh, to uh, close out of the uh, show. As we had a, a trade happen yesterday. And the Braves get another Oakland A. And this time it's uh, catcher Sean Murphy yes. from the Oakland Athletics uh, there. Thought the Braves, hey, any young catcher. Yeah. Contreras, brother. Didn't make a lot of sense. William Contreras. Yeah. And now in a three-team involvement, the Braves, A's, and Brewers are involved here. And William Contreras is coming to the NL Central, just like his brother. And he's going to be playing in Milwaukee there. So what you're saying, Travis, is that me as a Cub fan, if I look to the north, I see a Contreras. Yep. If I look to the south, I see a Contreras. Mm-hmm. And who do I see as our backstop? I have no clue. The backstop? <laughs> yeah. At, at this no David idea. Ross suiting up? Like, <laughs> maybe. I'm. I'm. Uh, Cub team's a joke, Travis. A joke. I want to go back to the COVID year when we can use that. That's the excuse why fans aren't showing up. But I want it to be this year where there's just no fans there. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want, and that's what this team deserves. Yeah. Again, no offense to the players. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Anyways, continue with your Contreras news. Oh, I mean, just uh, I mean, we knew Murphy was going to get traded. Yeah. The, just the didn't know who it was going to be, too. I know the Cardinals were, were yeah. in on him, but uh, the A's wanted a little bit too much for for him that uh, the Cardinals were willing to give up. Mm-hmm. I thought it was not worth, not worth it. And then uh, they go ahead and accept this deal and – I think it's significantly. Like I think it is too. Less than what the Cardinals were offering, but I think the A's panicked. Yeah, I I think they they didn't want Murphy to start the season on their team. Just they, you can't have all these rumors going around about someone being traded and then they don't get traded. We've seen what happens in that instance. Mm-hmm. So I think once Wilson Contreras came off the board, and once a couple of the other free agent moves happened at the catcher position. Yeah, they had to. They had to pull the trigger, and they thought this is probably going to be the best they got. Now, if you are a team looking for a catcher, you're looking at Tucker Barnhart. You're looking at um, Gary Sanchez. You're looking at maybe trading with Toronto, mm-hmm. who has you know some good catchers back there. Right. Yeah, uh, Jansen's been talked about there. And Kirk, I've heard. Yeah, not, not a huge fan of him, but you know that's a player. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I. And then let's let's talk about the second news of yesterday, Travis, from the well, pitching I say, mound. I say there's a couple of things. Yeah, please. Talking about uh, Bassett. Yes. Yeah, the Mets, uh, former Met um, Bassett, uh, signed uh, elsewhere. Signs with the Blue Jays. Chris Bassett, three-year, sixty-three million dollar deal. With the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, so, they're pinning a physical. So if you were missing out on uh, Rondon, 
You ain't getting Bassett. Yeah, it would have been a nice consolation prize. Yep, not going to happen now. But nope. So look elsewhere. Mm. And if you're a team like maybe St. Louis, mm-hmm. you're, you, Travis, do you think you are in the running for Rondon? We heard I mean, that been, rumor. Yeah, I've been conflicting reports of I, I don't, hope we are. I, I, I know you hope you are. I'm telling you to take off the Cardinal hat that you're wearing and be an analyst, be a sports journalist. I don't think it's going to happen. That's not the Cardinals. Again, we've talked about it, That's not the Cardinals style. I could yeah. see them maybe making a trade for a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Plus, you already have five starters. Whether you like them or not, you have five starters on your team. Yeah, whether they're any good or not. Whether they're any good or not, doesn't matter. You have five on the team. So unless someone's willing to eat a contract on a Jordan Montgomery or Steven Matz, you're kind of stuck with them. Yeah. So, I want to talk about the Cubs. Okay, the Cubs. Don't tell me you're going to spend money and then not spend a dime. Yeah, no. We ain't getting nobody. Rondon's going to the Yankees, and uh, Correa's going to the Giants, and Swanson is going to go to someone not Chicago. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Sure. We'll say the Dodgers. Why not the Cardinals? Because, uh, again, it's not the Cardinal way to sign a big big contract. And we're good at shortstop, apparently. Yes. Why, I, why does he go to the White Sox, then? Oh, there you go. That would really make me bitter. Have I mean, everyone improve besides the Cubs. <laughs> at least one Chicago the team. They want something. You know, it was, it was off to a good start. You know, got Bellinger. Bellinger, Tyon, and the reports that the Ricketts are willing to spend money. Yeah. And it was all, all right, let's do it then. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, and it's we still haven't spent money. Sense. And now you have reports saying we only want winners, and we're not spending more than three years. You ain't getting nobody for three years. Right. Yeah, you Sorry. see these contracts that are handed yeah. out this year? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get it. ain't happening. I, I actually, yeah. before we get out of here, I know we're up against the clock a little bit. We but are. I saw this on Twitter, and I wanted to share it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This this was from a Twitter user, and I loved it. It's about the Cubs, and it's set to Beverly Hillbillies, Travis. Okay. Listen to a story about a man named Jed. Let Wilson Contreras go where Cardinal Red. At the winter meetings, there were players he pursued, but he totally failed, and now the Cubs are screwed. Yep. Like it. Motto. I sure. love it. Yep. Nice That's little ballad. Yeah. The ballad of Jed Hoyer. Of the Chicago Cubs. Thank goodness you're friends with Theo, otherwise you wouldn't have a job. <laughs> and Theo left you, now you got nothing. Nothing, nada. Not a Jed thing. Hoyer's a joke. Not a thing to show for it. There. The Ricketts family are a joke. Sell the team. Sell the team, they say. Sell the team. You got your World Series, you got your upgrades to Wrigley Field. Sell the team. Sell it and you can get out. The- the Say fourth most valuable franchise, Travis, in baseball yeah. are the Cubs. Do you know what their roster right now is? $682 million. That is it for the entire roster. That's it. That's yep. it. They're worth $3.8 billion. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. Pretty soon we're going to be in the bottom half of the league in payroll. 
Right. You shouldn't be. And they still f- expect fans to come out to yes. the most expensive, expensive yes. experience, ballpark experience. Yes. <laughs> with the product out on the field. Ridiculous. <sighs> I see fans finally, Travis, saw it trending yesterday. Cancel season tickets was trending for the Chicago Cubs. People yeah, are canceling their that. season tickets. People who have been season ticket holders for years, I'm saying 10, 15 years, have had enough. They're done. Yeah. yeah. And I love it. Let's keep it going, guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only thing that gets something's got to wake done. up management. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, so uh, it appears that uh, yes, we uh, are out of here. We're out of time. As uh, coming up in the uh, pod, we'll talk some more uh, national sports, or at least uh, I will uh, take care of some uh, national sports here. And we'll be back for you tomorrow to recap everything at a local level and uh, catch us in the pod. But coming up next is Barton Han. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime here of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here hanging out with you in overtime. Eric had to run. And coming up here, I'll hit on some national sports, NBA, NHL. Take a look at what happened last night in those two sports. Also, I'll clean up some sports center here. But full disclosure, I was recording uh this and then uh when we got off here barton hahn was talking about uh, mike leach and some of his uh, famous uh quotes and his thoughts about candy and marriage advice and all that and so that got me down a rabbit hole of his some of his uh, famous uh post game and uh pre uh game press conferences and everything so went down that rabbit hole for a little while it's been eh, i'd say probably about the last 20 minutes or so that's what i've been doing the famous press conferences and uh funny moments from uh, coach uh, leach there uh so uh definitely uh feeling those uh, effects is still uh starting off first things first today with, with that news and then uh You'll probably hear throughout the the rest of ESPN Radio uh, today and uh, and those uh, quotes uh, from him. So uh, that's definitely what uh, I was uh, just uh, doing there. Uh, let's uh, clean up some uh, sports center here as uh, Eric forwarded on to me. Uh, Pacers, well, they uh, lost last night uh, to uh, the Heat. Second straight game, 87-82 in Indy last night. That is a low-scoring affair there. But he healed. 19 points for the uh, Pacers. Miles Turner, double-double, but did not get the uh, win. 14 and a 14 are Indy. The Pacers look to snap their recent losing skid tomorrow night when they host the Warriors. Good luck with that. It's a report that uh, Pistons guard Kate Cunningham is out for the season, according to ESPN. The number one overall pick in uh, last year's draft plans to have surgery on his left shin, and that will sideline him for the remainder of the 2022-23 season. Cunningham has not played since November 9th due to this injury. He averaged 19 uh, points per game, uh, six rebounds, and six assists in 12 games a season. The exception, the expectation is that Cunningham will, will be uh, fully recovered ahead of a training camp 
next season. And uh, speaking of the NBA, uh, they are fine. Trey Young. They are finding the Atlanta Hawks star. The uh, league announced yesterday that Trey Young must pay $25,000 for throwing the ball into the stands on Sunday. It was in celebration. It wasn't even in frustration. Instead, it was celebration after Atlanta defeated Chicago on a last-second shot in overtime. Young later said he can't celebrate anything anymore. So, uh Cost them $25,000, that little chuck into the stands there for the uh, basketball there. And I know that Erica did mention something, I think, off the air uh, that, that uh, the NBA was renaming some of their awards. So uh, I'll save that, table that for a conversation to have with Eric. I know he had uh, an opinion uh, on that. Uh, speaking of uh, the NBA, what did the association do uh, last night besides that Pacers game? Nets by 12 over the Wizards, 112 to 110. That would make sense. Why Kevin Durant before the game uh, got a little present after he joked with some reporters last week of when uh, Aaron Judge resigned with the Yankees. He basically said, "I don't care about Aaron Judge. I'm a Nationals fan," and so the Nationals gave him a jersey before the game. Uh, so that would be why they were in Washington last night, and KD had 30 points to lead the way for the uh, Nets. Uh, Grizzlies over the Hawks. Uh, speaking of uh, Trey Young's team, the Hawks, they lost to uh, Ja, and uh, the uh, Grizzlies 128 to 2-1-0-3. Luka and the Mavs beat uh, the Thunder 121-2-1-14. Luka, two assists away from a triple-double, 38 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Spurs by one over the Cavs, 112-2-1-11. We had uh, Dame Lillard go off for 11 three-pointers last night and uh, 38 points. And uh, Dame and the Blazers beat the T-Wolves, 133-112. And it was the Clippers beating the Celtics, the team that has the best record in the league right now. And uh, they uh, got them last night. Uh, did uh, Kawhi and Paul George and the crew in L.A., 113 to a 93 was the final there. Kawhi had 25 points. Jason Tatum double-double, 20 and 11 last night despite the loss. What's happening in the association tonight on ESPN, or not on ESPN. I knew it was on some national networks. It's on TNT this evening, doubleheader. We got the Warriors against the uh, Bucks. Bucks 19 and a 7, so they're going for win number 20. Giannis versus Stephen Curry. Bucks favored by 4. And the Celtics and the Lakers tonight on TNT. Boston favored by 3.5 in this one. So Boston a little late or a little West Coast swing there against Clippers on one night. Do they even have to pack their bags out of the away locker room there in, uh, well, Crypto Arena? I wonder, is that going to change now? Is crypto going out of style or anything? Or maybe that's uh, a different company besides crypto.com. I don't know. It'll all be Staples Center to me. But uh, Celtics-Lakers renew that uh, rivalry there uh, this evening. Uh, we also got the Kings against the uh, 76ers, the Suns, Rockets, and the Pelicans against the Jazz. Pelicans, look at them go 18-8. Uh, and eight. Starting off this young season. Let's take a look at what happened on the ice last night. Well, uh, as uh, Eric mentioned in his uh, Sports Center hit, that the uh, Blues got a, a shutout overtime victory uh, there. Braden Shen 
game winner in OT uh, over the uh, Preds, one to nothing. That was a hockey game. If you ever saw one, only one goal in overtime uh, scored throughout the entire game. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Bennington was excellent last night as he uh, stopped 25 shots to uh, get the uh, shutout of the Preds last night. And um, Blues now 12, 15, and 1 this season. So, um, there was that. I mean, Saros was good in net, but unfortunately, that one goal given up was the difference, though, uh, last night for the uh, Blues. It was also win number 100 as well for Bennington in his career as well. I thought there was some post about that. It was. Yes, it is. It was his 100th career win in the Pipes. For the Blues. So what else happened in the NHL? The Canadians won over the Flames 2-1 to one in a uh, shootout. Uh, the uh, Rangers beat the Devils in overtime of 4-3. As Devils' second overtime loss this season, 21-5. and a five. They have to be the best record in the East right now. I had taken a look at standings uh, lately. And uh, let's see here. I always hate when they put the divisions first. Now, Boston has the best record uh, with that loss as uh, Boston has 45 points. Devils have 44, so right there, right up there. Blues, yeah, to go all the way down for them. <laughs> uh, the Penguins 2-1 over the uh, Stars. Uh, yeah, the Senators with a shutout over the Ducks, 3-2 uh, and nothing. Camp Talbot. They uh, shut out there for Ottawa. 32 saves for him. And the Wild beat Edmonton 2-1. to one, A final there. What's happening this evening? Uh, let's take a look at the Islanders and Bruins. That should be a, a good matchup there. Uh, you got the Kings against the uh, Sabres. You got Hurricanes and Red Wings. Blue Jackets, Panthers. Got the Stars, Devils. Cracking against the Lightning. Decent matchup there. Ducks, Maple Leafs, Edmonton in the Nashville to take on the Preds. Vegas in Winnipeg to take on the Jets on ESPN. Tonight you got the Capitals squaring off against the Blackhawks, Flyers, Avalanche, Coyotes, Sharks this evening as well. Of course, uh, Alexander Ovechkin uh, still searching for history there for uh, goals, and uh, let's see where he uh, stands currently. Right now, if the website was uh, stopped moving, if he gets a hat trick tonight, he gets 800. I know ESPN would be cheering for that to happen since it's on TV, and hey, maybe if you're listening out there, Chicago, go up to the game, possibly see some history. Tonight, 797 goals for Ovi, and... Uh, when is he going to do it? Tonight? Capitals next game? Well, three more goals. And it's on. Let's see. Uh, I was gonna say, I thought I saw something on, on the side here about the Capitals uh, saying that they won't re rebuild as Ovechkin chases uh, Gretzky and uh, chases those 800 goals there. So... Uh, that's what we're looking out for uh, tonight. So we'll see if uh, Ovi gets it done. Possibly uh, gets a hat trick tonight. He can get it 
done. So, uh, let's see here. Um, I don't really see anything else. Uh, Texas uh, suspended uh, Coach Beard following that arrest and in investigation. There, uh, Texas did release a statement in the early hours after uh, the kind of the news broke, and it was kind of a Vegas statement there. And then uh, finally, it was like maybe a couple hours before the uh, game against Rice last night, and they finally said that they were suspending him until further notice following his arrest uh, with that uh, situation uh, there with him. And if you, they released the. Um, police report there, just a uh, scary, awful situation uh, there with uh, Coach Beard. But, uh, hey, Longhorns rallied, and uh, they picked up the win over Rice uh, last night, and uh, it was 87-81 in overtime as Rice. You wouldn't have blamed Texas at all if they would have uh, lost this one with everything that they're dealing with, uh, all the distractions uh, there. And uh, Marcus Carr, 28 points to lead the way for the Longhorns. To uh, pick up the victory over Rice in OT. Big second half comeback there for the Longhorns. It gets it done. And uh, I think Eric mentioned this in SportsCenter that uh, Northern only lost 88-67 over Gonzaga. So uh, they did cover the spread. 21, yeah. I think the Zags were favored by like 30-some. Yeah, so Northern cover the spread. That's That's a good thing. Uh, what's going on uh, tonight in uh, college basketball? Well, Houston I'm back in action. Good matchup. Not. North Carolina A&T, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi going up against number nine, Arizona. And uh, Memphis going up against number four, Alabama, tonight on ESPN2 this evening. What is else is happening? Is there anything in the Big Ten? And no matchups in the Big Ten tonight. What about the ACC? I was going to say, why is the um, just a random game on ESPN2 and uh, no other college master matchup is? Well, 6 o'clock you can see the Citadel against uh, North Carolina. I guess they couldn't have flexed college basketball out as North Carolina free-falling out of the top 25. But you can see him against the Citadel tonight. 26.5 points over on ESPN 2 there. I had to figure that it was uh, North Carolina or someone from the ACC. <sighs> I just need to uh, shut it down. So that's what I'm going to do. So Shutting her down. Hmm. This is a random Christmas one, so I'll see how this one sounds. Eh, not exactly what I was looking for to uh, close out of the show, but we're just going to go with it. And uh, so I'm out of here for the uh, day, and we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget Jack FM tonight, and then uh, I got Altamont's game tonight, and uh, tomorrow Kremlin starts their uh, games in the. Uh, St. Elmo tournament and maybe we'll take a look at the St. Elmo tournament and uh, hey didn't even mention it in local sports Christmas classic brackets are out for the FEM topless Christmas classic we should take a look at that tomorrow and uh, speaking of tomorrow we'll talk to you then thanks for listening and thanks for downloading peace out peace out